Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast and to my squeaky chair here. The name's Lizzie Langston. If you are new here, I know we have some new people coming every week or you guys kind of hop around episodes. So whether you're new or you're just kind of hopping around, but you've been here for a while, I just wanted to say hello to you and to tell you welcome. I love this podcast. I wanted to tell you that my goal for today's episode is to finally have you understand what trauma is in a way that actually makes it relevant to you. I'm not just talking about um, those of us who have experienced what the whole world might agree would be trauma. That's what people call big T trauma, right? The most widely recognized as trauma and understood, which is rape or witnessing a murder or um, being physically abused, um, living through an earthquake or a a natural disaster, things like that. But then there's actually the day-to-day buildup of trauma. And I don't know about you, but I have this gaslight voice in my head that I don't know if it'll ever go away, but I do notice it. And I used to think it was just the truth and I used to cower and double, you know, self-doubt anytime it came up. But this, this voice is like, trauma's not a thing. When I say gaslight, I mean, it's just trying to like unconvince you of the truth that presents itself in your life. And also the truth about your worthiness and your just truth about yourself. Okay. And so, um, this voice is like, trauma's not real. Trauma's not a thing. And I got to say, it would be really nice to live in a world where that was true. And I can see why my brain (laughs) really wants to say that because it's maddening sometimes, especially if you don't know what trauma is, the sorts of symptoms and the physical, the physiological pain and symptoms that can come up as part of a trauma response in your body. It's no fun, especially if you really don't know what trauma is and you're not educated and you can't like see your own trauma while you're experiencing the effects of it. So yeah, of course, this could be a topic that it's very easy to minimize, but let me tell you what, where there is hard work, there is high reward. And so while understanding trauma is a deep work and it takes a lot of working with your intuition, a lot of listening to and decoding what your body is saying to you because it's so deeply stored into your tissues and into your nervous system from a lot of times years and years ago. And a lot of times even generational stuff that's not just yours, but those of your foremothers and fathers, we can talk about that in a minute as well. Um, It's also high reward. And I can say that from personal experience and from watching my clients work through trauma as it has come up in our work together. So I am trauma informed as a coach. I want to put that out there. I am actually amazingly right now going through a trauma training for coaches that's put together by a trauma therapist, as well as a trauma informed life coach. 
who's done a lot of sexual trauma work in marriages and relationships. And so I'm really pumped about that. And I am sure that I'll bring you more on this topic, but I had a couple clients asking, and I definitely know my body's been experiencing trauma and I didn't even know what it was for a minute. And so I'm going to share a little bit about my stuff. And what I really want again is for this to be kind of a short and sweet once over of what's trauma as it relates to you, right? Not like a textbook definition, but how can you recognize it for you so that you can be your own little detective? Cause I know just like me, you guys love healing. You're passionate about healing. You want to be well, you want to be whole, you want to have connection, and all of that for your own sake and those of your children and your marriage. Um, let's dive in. Before we get started, I will just ask you, please, pretty please, would you leave a review on this podcast if you're a frequent listener and you haven't already done that? It really helps the podcast grow and growing is fun. More women get to come here and have more of this resource for free. There's so many women that would love to have my services that cannot afford them. And this podcast is such a great resource to any women that that might be the case for. And so, yeah, if you could just go to Apple podcasts and leave me a written review, pick your amount of stars, I would be forever grateful. Thank you so much. And I will pick a couple and read them here. Okay. So this word trauma, what do you think about when I say the word trauma, what comes to mind to me? I think about getting in an accident of some kind and they say like head trauma, right? Where there's physical trauma and you can see, you know, maybe their brain is swelling or whatever, but there's also emotional trauma and it's so much more unseen and it takes a lot more work with the body and the subconscious mind to be able to number one, recognize trauma. And then number two, bring it up in a safe container and in a safe way. And number three, release it. Okay. Um, and so often where we start to be interested in trauma is when we start to have what's called a trauma response. I'm going to explain this, but I just want you to know that the trickiest part about a trauma response is that because so many people live such fast lives in America, we're all kind it's like in the air. Like my massage therapist, Patty always said, trauma is in the air, honey. Um, I'm sure there's more, I'm going to share with you what a trauma response could look like. I'm sure that there are more, a more exhaustive list could be found on the internet somewhere. So if you're really interested in this, I suggest that you Google it and just like have fun. (laughs) But, um, I want to share some things that I've noticed in my clients and in myself. So the first thing that I've noticed is overeating and sort of nurturing yourself with food. Now, a lot of times we don't think about it as nurturing ourselves with food, but I'm going to explain this more later in the episode, but what's happening is you're not feeling safe, but you don't even know that you're not feeling safe. And so you will just catch the response to trauma, which are these behaviors that are not normal for you. And typically we just judge, we just judge ourselves. We, we crack down on our goals. We chat to our friends. Like, I don't know why I just can't seem to da, 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 da. So if you find yourself thinking or saying that a lot, you could be experiencing a trauma response that you're unaware of. And I really don't want to make this episode so that you're like questioning yourself like crazy. Um, but come, come talk with me for a free 60 minutes. If you suspect that this is something you're working through, if you know, on an intuitive level that you have trauma to work through most of most people kind of just know. Um, but if you don't, 
or if you want confirmation for that, this episode will help. You can always come talk to me or a therapist, you know, just you can see who you're drawn to. Your subconscious will totally guide that. So overeating, binge eating, um, also getting really shaky, um, also being very panicky and up in your head. Overscheduling yourself can actually be something that we do in a trauma response type of thing. Also shutting down and just completely walking away, shutting out, canceling things or not replying and not getting back to people and just shutting down as well. Um, I think that anxiety and depression can be like, we, we talk about them as if they are isolated conditions, but I think they can be wrapped into the tail end or part of a trauma response that's much larger. So it doesn't really matter semantics, like what we call them. What's important is that you know how they all fit together and that you know how to go into your body and, and have compassion on yourself when these things are happening and not judge yourself and how to, and safely, you know, recognize them, release them, etc. So don't get too caught up in all the, the definitions and stuff. Um, yeah, like I said, there can be nightmares when you've had trauma, repressed memories can come up. You can start to have any sort of chronic pain. You can develop food intolerances. So that was actually one of my things that came up for me, but I still am trying to understand it, but I did develop a gluten intolerance out of kind of out of nowhere, like over a period of three or four or five months, I wasn't feeling well. I had all these weird symptoms and, um, it was probably all just trauma response from husband losing his job and me trying to grow my business so fast and being in a sort of survival mode. Um, but yeah, trauma can look a lot like, um, like I said, food allergies, anxiety, depression. So what's the difference and what kind of makes you know that it's trauma? So let's talk about the nervous system to explain that question. So the nervous system is the brain and the spinal cord and then a bunch of other stuff, but those are kind of the main one. That's like the central, central nervous system. Okay. And so ever since you were little, your brain has been focused on keeping you safe. Now, what we forget, especially in, I don't know, I can't speak for the world, but in American culture, we kind of forget at least mainstream that there is physical safety, but there's also emotional safety. We're pretty clueless with emotional safety. We pretty much don't really know. I mean, I don't want to speak to everyone, right. And say that, but I should say most of us aren't taught and it's kind of sucks. It's kind of unfair. We, we wish we were taught better when we were little, but most of the parents in our lives didn't really understand and probably still don't understand emotional safety and the components that go into that emotional safety, just like physical safety that's taught in classrooms or whatever, emotional safety, it's more like a recipe, just like you have various ingredients to build or to bake a cake. You have various ingredients for emotional safety. You need to know that you're not going to be criticized. You need to know that you can feel any feeling and express it any way that you need to. Now there might be consequences for the way that you express your feelings, especially if it's coming into harming other people, right? But, um, safety means you're not going to be criticized while you're saying something. Safety also means that the person listening to you is not going to try to uh, change your mind or change your feelings that you're able to just be where you are 
and that the person listening is also not going to try to push their opinion or their agenda on you. Unfortunately, a lot of times with our friends or our husbands, spouses, whatever, our sense of safety is so strong physically, but when it comes to expressing our emotions, we hold it back and we hold it in. And that's just because a lot of times our husbands are not trained um, in safety and in emotional safety. And that's okay. That's not their role necessarily. I mean, y'all can work on that. I think we can all work on that. I think we should. (laughs) But it doesn't mean that you're not madly deeply in love with him. If you have a really hard time sharing stuff with him, like certain things, right? Like the things, the deepest, darkest parts of you, sometimes he's not equipped to provide the space, a safe space for that. And that's okay. That's why I do what I do. And that's why my clients love working with me right? Is because I am trained and especially being trauma informed beyond just a typical life coach. I am trained to know how to help you feel safe. And what happens when you feel safe is that all that trauma can come up in the sequence that your subconscious decides. Okay. But going back to what trauma is, your nervous system has memory. It stores memory. Your nervous system, like I said, is your brain and your spinal cord. So obviously your brain can store memory, but what happens is like, let's say you were walking down the hallway as an eight-year-old girl and your brother hid behind the door and he jumped out at you. I can't remember if I've already used this um, example on the podcast or if I have used it with clients, but uh, let's say he jumps out from behind the door. It's kind of scary, right? You're like, but let's say for whatever reason, this was like really scary for you. Your whole system got really upset And so now every time you walk by a door and maybe the air conditioning's on and the door sways a little bit as you're approaching it, it freaks you out. Like you feel very triggered is the word that we like to use, even though nobody's behind it and nothing has happened yet, or you don't know if someone is or isn't behind it, there is this crazy fight or flight response that kicks on in your body. So that is indicative of trauma. Yes. What I'm saying is that your brother jumping out from behind a door when you were eight could be trauma that is still stored in your brain and in your nervous system. And that can still impact your day-to-day life. Let's do another example. Let's say you had a dad that was really authoritarian and belittling and he was 0% emotional safe. So let's emotionally safe. So let's say you know, if you expressed emotions or even if your mom maybe expressed emotions, your dad would shut them down. Like, let's say your mom, you watched your mom try to express emotions and your dad would make fun of her. He would, um, come over to help you tie your shoes. And he'd be like, we just don't know what we can do with mom. Like she's crazy. You know, he was just so not open and available for emotional, um, outpourings, especially to women. That's very typical of patriarchal, the patriarchal order and suppression. And and it's so sad for both men and women, right? Cause then when women are suppressed, then men lose out too. So, um, anyway, let's say that that was a thing. And so you grow up and now you're a teenager and you have a dad that this is kind of his way is like, just stuff it down. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear about it. Right. And also watching him, um, treat your mom a certain way. And so maybe let's say one day your husband says something to you. He's like, Oh honey, that's like, that's, that's not true. You know, he dismisses your opinion or he kind of jokes about it or makes fun of it in jest. And 
you are triggered, right? This is what we say when we're talking about triggers. Trauma is still in your body. Your brain never forgot that in that moment, it didn't feel safe. And your brain is has this heightened awareness to look out for the trigger that you noticed that the very first time it happened. Now it's programmed in order to try to protect you. And again, remember emotional safety is just as vital. Actually, it's so hard for us to grasp this, but let me say it again. Emotional safety is completely just as vital as physical safety. We're a little bit better, a lot better probably at physical safety. Although I think we have some ways to go there, but emotional safety is just as important and it's overlooked typically and neglected and trauma is not understood. And so when those three things combine, it creates this perfect storm of people walking around with tons of triggers, not understanding why they're triggered, judging themselves, being so confused, allowing other people to sort of make fun of them, feeling like they're crazy in their own relationships with their husbands and stuff, especially if this stuff builds up over time and five years into your motherhood, three or four babies in, you are not the same woman you were a few years ago. This is trauma, my friends. And you deserve to understand what it is, why it happens and how to let it go from your body. Now, this is a short little podcast episode. There's a lot more I could say on this topic. There's a lot of reading you could do. I just want you to know that you're not crazy and that the body doesn't lie. And so if you're having panic attacks and if you are depressive, if you're anxious at all, if you your appetite's wonky, if you're having health problems, if your back is seizing up, you're throwing your back out, if you're having chronic migraines, if you have food intolerances, all those things, chronic pain, the list could go on and on and on, irritable bowel syndrome. This could all be an emotional response that is manifesting physically. Okay. So trauma is an emotional response, even if it's to try to protect you physically. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's try to protect you emotionally, but it's just safety, right? It's all about safety. So it's a physical response to an emotional wound, to an emotional memory that is now, again, your brain is heightened in its awareness of the perceived danger. And you're going to notice that your nervous system responds without you even having conscious thought. This is why coaches who are very much trained for the most part, I can't speak for every branch of coaching. I can speak for like the life coach school, for example, which is where I certified. Um, when we're mostly trained in thought work, as we call it, and thought processes, it's so important to become trauma-informed because trauma happens on a body level. Even though the brain is involved, it's a deeper, more subconscious part of the brain, and the body is mostly where we see the response versus in the thoughts. Sometimes the thoughts can be part of a response, and thought patterns can be part of a trauma response. And so, anyway, trauma happens in the body. Your nervous system is amazing. So, What's the good news? Sometimes when I teach this topic, it can feel really overwhelming. Like, well, then couldn't anything be trauma? It's like, yes, yes, it could be. Um, and so I think the best thing I can tell you, well, the good news is you're not crazy, right? The good news is that potentially you could learn about trauma. It is, it can be an arduous journey for some, depending on how much little T or big T trauma you've had in your life but it's possible. I believe Jesus Christ plays a role in our healing of trauma. I believe sometimes trauma can be overcoming it and expressing it and getting it out of your system and healing from it and mending wounds 
can be such a deep work that Jesus Christ can step in and take it from us, you know? But I also believe that it's a work that draws you into yourself. And that's a beautiful place to be because if you are close to yourself, it allows you to be closer to God. Your love for yourself and your relationship with yourself is the foundational relationship that like, that you project onto any other relationship, including with deity. That's why I'm so passionate about the work that I do with Christian women. And by the way, I'm, I'm open to working with, with women regardless of your religion. If you're drawn to me, great. But I will just say that in the Christ, in Christ, the Christendom, like Catholic, Christian, all sorts of flavors there, um, we, we've been raised and, you know, I'm speaking generally here, but there's a lot of desire to be close to God, but we kind of forget that our relationship to ourself is in so many ways, our relationship to God. And if you don't believe me, just ask yourself, where are my issues with God right now? And a lot of times those are still your issues with yourself. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this isn't the case hundred percent of the time, but typically in your deepest, darkest issues, um, with giving your faith over to God, with receiving the atonement of Jesus Christ and giving yourself grace and feeling his grace and having his grace transform you every single day of your life. If you feel like you logically know that, but you're not actually feeling it in your body, that's probably because you have some trauma in your body. You have a disconnect between your head and your body. Everyone has trauma. I'm just going to say that right now for the record. Everybody does. Everybody. We're just not informed about it. And so we don't call it that. And the medical community, for better or for worse, who who am I to say? But it does splice things into little textbook definitions. It's very ego-created in Western medicine. And so that means that it's very separated. It's not holistic. It's not all looked at as the whole. And um, again, that, that is helpful when it comes to getting treated for different doctors and different specialists. I can see why the system did that because of logistics. But at the end of the day, it's on us then to put all the pieces together. The system doesn't really do that very well for us unless you see a more holistic practitioner. It's up to you to say, okay, wait, I saw the liver specialist and I saw, there's probably all these fancy words for these people that I am not going to try to think of right now, right? But I saw the liver specialist. I I saw the thyroid specialist. I saw the blood blood specialist and And now it's up to me to help try to put the pieces together. Sometimes the network is better at helping you put those pieces together and communicating in between doctors as others. A lot of times they have their own opinions. And honestly, where my point of compassion is for moms postpartum is that they really are trying, you guys. We are really trying to get answers. But the system, again, isn't always working in our favor in that way because there are different specialists and they send you around and it can just be like a ringer, man. So if you don't already know this, I do have a free postpartum guide. It's just lizzielangston.com forward slash freebie, F-R-E-E-B-I-E. And this guide will walk you through the symptoms of depression and anxiety and really give you like a good once over on sort of putting together the piece, the pieces for you and for your symptoms and what you think that could be going on. And then giving you some ideas of how to take the next steps for healing. So if you want that, just go to lizzielangston.com forward slash freebie. It's always there for you at that link. Long story short, um, trauma is real. And I work with women through their trauma. I wouldn't say I'm a trauma specialist. I am very trauma informed. And I know when to tell someone to go see a therapist 
in my trauma-informed training, that's something that we learn is when it's beyond me and when I can help you. And if I can help you, I know how to help you. So if you want to work with me, if you suspect that you've got trauma, that's a part of your story and that, you know, if your subconscious is really, and your body is really resonating with this episode, I'm open. I can help you. Um, you can go to lizzylangston.com forward slash consults, sorry, consult singular. And that's where you can book a free 60 minutes to work with me. I am currently getting pretty full. Um, and so, you know, it's something that if we need to, we can start doing small groups. If I have way more one-on-one clients than I can possibly fit at once that are wanting this help. Um, but for now I am offering private coaching. So yeah, it's just lizzylangston.com forward slash consult. Like I said, I believe that trauma is real and we need to know that it's real because it's happening whether we're informed about it or not. And so you might as well learn about it because as a human, that gives you a huge leg up in the ability to calm your symptoms and get to the root cause of where your health is going awry so that you can have health. Your body naturally wants to heal and I can help you learn how to work with your body to do that. So I'll see you on your console and we'll talk to you guys next week. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzylangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon.